because a pint is uh, like 5.68. So if those... 6.60. Then that means that it's roughly a pint and a half, which isn't too shabby. 215 calories for <laughs> What's going on guys? Welcome to episode 11 of the Liverpool Strength Podcast. Uh, I'm joined by Sam. Hello. And we're just cracking open a couple of 660 milliliter bottles of Moretti yeah. because we're supporting Italy on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because they do better beer than England. It was between it was between that and fucking Carlin, which, <laughs> to be honest with you, anyone supporter to leave uh, exactly between yeah. Carlin or <laughs> <laughs> So it's obviously been a while since we've done a podcast. Um, sat down with Jane this morning to record one about training through pregnancy. It was quite quite interesting. Um, so yeah, joined by Sam just to see how things have gone since everything opened again, uh, what what Sam's been up to, whether he's been fucking throwing himself on the floor to get himself <laughs> back up again. <laughs> uh, loads of people have said that. He's been fucking rinsed. I know. It worked out, didn't it? Mm. How fat am I? <laughs> <laughs> so, since... Since we've been able to get back to it, uh, training, uh, training, coaching, golf, how's all three of those gone? Firstly, well done on your PB last night. Yeah, nice really one. good. So Sam's just taken up uh, Olympic weightlifting because he's decided to find his balls, <laughs> <laughs> um, and cracked out uh, a little clean and jerk complex of a power clean, a clean, and a jerk with. Five kilos over, five kilos over your best. Ten. Clean and, ten kilos over your yeah. best clean and jerk. So, well done. Great work on that. Like so, that. apart from that, how's everything else been going? How's, like, coaching, uh, tra- your own training, and, uh, what else was I going to say? Golf, golf as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about that. Mm. I'm sure everyone's excited to hear about golf. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the coaching part's been great. Um Obviously, my first ever session like on my own was a Saturday. It was a couple of weeks ago now, wasn't it? Nervous at first, but then obviously once I got into the swing of things, it was sound. It was pretty funny because every time Sam was down to coach a session by himself, we went into a lockdown. <laughs> so it was kind of like it felt a little bit preempted. That like yeah. they were like, "No, don't leave Sam in charge." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the gym's gonna burn down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was every time. That's why it's taken so long, isn't it? Because it, it, initially it started in... Well, it didn't start in January 2020. It just turned up to nine chains mm. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like March, was it? Something or like that, End yeah. of Feb it was, yeah. wasn't it? And then, lo and behold, a, a global pandemic happened. The happens. funniest thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> Which hasn't happened for like 100 years. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, obviously, that's just hindered with the amount of lockdowns. How many lockdowns have we had? Is it three or four? four? Well, four technically, if you if you take into account. So the first one was what March till like was it July? It was July, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because they were on about making the fourth of July the Freedom Day or something like that. Because proper like there's so much stuff that like is so cringy with yeah. this. Um, Covid idiots, is it? Is Covid idiots. Uh, Covid idiots. Yeah, fucking That's hell. That's another thing. Um, yeah. 
so there was that one, and then the boozers opened before the gyms, which seemed a little bit counterintuitive. Yeah, well, that's always going to happen. Yeah, no one thinks about exercise. <laughs> um, but we're here to change that. Yeah, um, it's drinking beer. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that happens. It's, it's Friday night. Yeah. It's Friday night. Fuck it. Like, just because you're into the gym doesn't mean you can't enjoy a, a nice cold. Italian no, I mean, I put it into my fitness pal. Oh, yeah, exactly. So that was, that, was why I co- that was why I tapped record so that people can actually hear that you do actually do that. Oh, yeah. Because like, <laughs> it, it's all well and good saying to someone, oh, yeah, if you, try, if, if you estimate how many beers you've had or uh, preempt it, then you can kind of adjust things. Mm. So it's actually fucking literal proof for all four people that are listening. Yeah. Bring that joke back as well. I know, yeah. Um, the joke's never going to stop. <laughs> the thing is, though, like you say, like it's literal proof, but I could just be saying that. No one's seen me do it. Mm. So, <laughs> But then, right, as a, as a pushback to that, you'd only be lying to yourself. Yeah, I know. So, <clears throat> in terms of uh, calorie tracking... It's obviously always going to be uh, super effective, but what was, what was your question? Question: How many lockdowns were there? Uh, yeah, so so there's technically been four. March, technically, July, November. Uh, uh, what's the fourth one? So uh, the the tier three thing. Oh, you know that like that, yeah. that bit of clown. That didn't even work. Uh, yeah, I oh, was a tier four. Yeah, oh, I'll just drive an hour uh, then over yeah. to tier two. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, but it, it does feel like we're getting to the end of it now. Like obviously, uh, the gym's back, golf's back, fucking competitions seem to be back. Mm. Uh, obviously, I mean, golf was probably one of those that. My thinking behind it, excuse me, excuse me. My thinking behind like the whole pandemic is when we didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, close everything. Yeah. Everything should have been closed. Like the country should yeah. have been closed for like a month, mm. so that it would allow them people time to figure out. All right, we know it's definitely going to spread if you're in a house. However long it would take to figure that out. Yeah. And then obviously, once we know where the lowest risks are, because I mean something like golf, it what? shouldn't really have been. Shouldn't have taken that long for it to come back, in my no, opinion. Not, like, the, not the last, the latest lockdown. Yeah. The first one, obviously, obviously no one knew what exactly. was going on. But the, yeah, the last one. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, why, why, why golf? Because yeah. like, all you've got to really think about is... And the, some of the rules are sensible. I mean, if you compare it to something like, like rugby, for example, then yeah. you would basically say that rugby is a much higher... Rugby union... Well, rugby league as well. To be fair, like both of them, either or, would be in a much higher risk bracket yeah. than golf. Because if we get into a scrum, that's exactly a scrum and more. I can't think of any other sport really, where like a sporting situation where you'd be in that close. That's the, that's the most dangerous yeah. place. Well, to get yeah. COVID, yeah. isn't it probably a scrum, isn't it? Because you're like you're gonna you're shouting at you, so yeah. the droplets are coming out. And exactly, exactly. Closed, isn't it? So. Exactly. Uh, so it's uh, it it seems a little bit a little bit crazy that. Um, that it like golf was kind of put in the same bracket as it because my point on that is uh, what my dad was telling me is that because he's a keen golfer as well, <coughs> um, you weren't allowed to take the flags out. You still aren't apparently, you, even though it's been proven that yeah. it, it, it's pathetic. Uh, yeah. The virus in the air. <laughs> and um, 
you weren't supposed to shake hands after you'd finished, which is obviously like a big yeah, part yeah. of the game, like gentlemanly like yeah. conduct and all that, instead of like snapping a club and going fuck you, like like what <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. when I play. Put one thing on that one hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you compare that to like the guidance that that like I've seen for rugby, right? Rugby, the guidance is uh, they weren't going to do scrums and they weren't going to do mauls, right? So a maul is where the balls like. A rook, right? I'm giving Sam a, a lesson in rugby here. <laughs> a rook is basically where they, they hit the deck and then all the players pile over them and they pass the ball out. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So a maul is, is a bit like a an unorganised scrum, right? Where the ball's elevated and one of the players who's taken the ball into contact has stayed on his feet and everyone sort of gathers round him. Right, and they that's all like shove. Ah, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I don't know what you mean, but I didn't know it was called, it was like, it had an actual name. It's, for yeah, it. so it's called a mall. Yeah, that's yeah. called like a rolling mall, like when it's moving forward. I don't know what and like, that. so usually a lot of teams would base a lot of their tactics around getting a line out. Mm. So, like the team that I play for, we've got a couple of moves that involve forming a mall from usually from a line out. Um, which usually result in scoring tries. Yeah. So it kind of takes away that like that that side of things. But just because there's no scrums and there's no malls doesn't mean that like the virus is like, oh okay. I, <laughs> I know that you're not having a scrum and a mall, know, yeah. so I'll just like stay on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was protein cells. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I can't actually <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't know you were doing it, uh, a normal game of rugby without scrubs and malls. I'll just, I'll just go and stay over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah shuffle on the pitch. Get him, get him over there. A little COVID bacteria with legs. Yeah, I can just imagine it with like a little hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you know that Simpsons episode where he, he, Tom Landry's hat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the like, protein cell with a hat on shuffles and mans. <laughs> screaming onto the pitch yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. see if, if you <laughs> compare that to like so obviously rugby's a contact sport you're in yeah. close proximity to people and there's not really any way of, around it really no, no. other than like saying alright the rule is now like you're not allowed to touch each other you're not allowed to touch each other at all and when you think you've tackled someone you've just got to shout tackle <laughs> so that's like the other extreme of it but like, I would I would understand why like rugby would take longer to come back, mm. and golf wouldn't. So it's like outdoor non-contact sports. So shit like tennis. Yeah. Like, what even what like, are the chances of like? That's what I mean. But like, even if you say tennis, like, even when it was in its early stages, like, you're obviously you're using the same ball. Mm. Unless you're obviously like in Wimbledon where you get like the ball, which is obviously not going to happen. So you're using the then same isn't, ball. isn't that dangerous as well though? Because that's an extra pair of fucking fingers that's on the ball. Yeah, think about it. So, yeah, yeah. 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 But golf is literally like you set up your own ball, you hit it around the fucking field mm. for four hours. Yeah. You don't, but you're not five, really five, six hours, if any, like significant others are listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like just people, people are on a tee box, and like you just you you've got to stay behind them. Because if you're in two meters within someone, the chances are you're going to get twatted with the. With the oh golf yeah, club. exactly, exactly. So no, that's true. That's um, true. And then obviously we, we know now that it's it's like isn't it like zero point two meters or something outside? Something like that. Yeah, because it, it just drops, it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, out of your mouth. It like literally won't. 
won't survive or something. Yeah, yeah. I so, don't like. So unless you're going around licking the floor around <laughs> around, <laughs> around people that are like coughing or whatever, then you're probably gonna be okay. I know. It's just it's just crazy. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, uh, what was the what was the first question? I completely forgot. Oh, I can't remember. Was it coaching? Was it coaching, coaching yeah, so, golf, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, coach. Yeah, what did I yeah. say? Oh yeah, so obviously all the lockdowns happened, wasn't it? And then um but yeah, it's been great, it's been boss coaching people and stuff. It was obviously nervous at first. Um but it's good, it's just getting to obviously building like client relationships and stuff, isn't it? All that all that stuff. It's just nice to see obviously like we you know, just helping people and Mm. Talking people like about the numbers and obviously actually having a face to face conversation with yeah, people as well. Yeah. yeah, I think that was like that was a big Zoom one for me. Zoom yeah, it was. It was getting, good, isn't it? Obviously, yeah. but it's it's just nice seeing people. If like the the way Zoom sort of I found work best. Excuse me, probably gassy off uh, off these Morettis. Uh, here's a question for you before we get onto Zoom: Is it coming home on Sunday? I don't think it is. No. Unfortunately, it's sort of to be like put Debbie Downer. Imagine the, at the time this comes out, it'll be Tuesday. The, yeah, it'll yeah. be Tuesday. So whether it's come home or not, it doesn't matter yeah. because I also don't think it's coming home because Italy are like probably the they're going to be easily the best team mm. that England are going to have played, and England have had a pretty straightforward route to the final. Yeah, from what I can see. I mean, in, Germany, Germany, but good, but they're not the they're, they're not they're not the Germany, not the Germany no. that they used to be. They didn't even be. make it past the World Cup. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, so that's how, how bad Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's an interesting one, that isn't it? Like, but don't get me wrong, I, I wouldn't like doubt it. Probably sitting on the fence here yeah. because you've got to think like England are at home to ninety thousand Wembley fans, and mm. apparently we're proper cheating here as well because. 60,000 are going to be England fans and 20,000 Italians and 10,000 neutrals because uh, you know they're not letting that many people into the country just for that particular match they'll let them in, <laughs> yeah. let them in any for other the time, time get yeah. Delta variants in and all that <laughs> yeah. but if it's for the European Championship <laughs> yeah. for a sporting event now it's to get a bit more strict then can't answer that Um so I think obviously with the advantage, like some of the stuff that happens in the Denmark game was because of obviously the the, um, the fans, yeah, 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 like a laser pen in the eye and yeah, all that. Yeah, like see, it's mad, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was the keeper. I'd be, I'd just be shouting. Apparently, I seen a thing this morning uh, just on that that topic of uh, apparently the keeper actually went to the referee and said, "There's a laser pen getting sh- like shone in the eye, like at like half time or something like that." Uh, oh, was that why? Because there was a bit, wasn't it, on the sidelines? Where they were talking to yeah, someone, yeah, I thought yeah. someone said a racist yeah. comment there. Yeah, yeah. Obviously because of England fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> that's why they were talking to each other, and I thought, oh God, what someone said here, but apparently no, it was the... It was that, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's not really a very good advert for like English people in general, really, is it? Like, it's only a small It's only a small, small amount of people. It just, it it just amplifies, amplifies it, yeah. On social media, it just makes it sound like every England fan's horrible, yeah. but... I reckon like it was like one percent of fans, one percent out of like what was it sixty thousand? Yeah. So it's it's oh, it's not, and I don't mm. even think it'd be one percent to be honest. No, no, that's that's true. Because don't forget to get in that stadium, you've got to prove that you're negative, be double vaccinated, mm. and so you've got to give all your details. In. Yeah. It's not like social media where you can be behind like 
uh, a like picture a, of Klopp or something saying <laughs> yeah. LFC six times or something, and they just troll <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your actual details. Yeah, you know, yeah. So people will actually be normal then. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Sunday. It's going to be a box match, like tactically anyway. First time in our lifetime that England have made a final, which wow, is yeah. pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, obviously England have won the Rugby World Cup, and they've got to like... They got to like two or three finals, like including that one. So they're in. I the... always remember the South African what the South Africa game when we were in Benidorm. We watched yeah. the final. We just watched <laughs> yeah. Benidorm. We got to watch <laughs> yeah. the fans, rugby fans in Benidorm. Um, I'm pretty sure I was, I was in a um... because of that. You know the try, and it even went to the to the video ref, and it yeah. was like it's clearly a try. Yeah. And they were like, "Nah." nah. And they were like, oh my <laughs> the god! I'm going to be thirteen, and he's like, "Rugby, right." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, ho- hopefully it'll be a bit more uh, cut and dry than that. Mm. Um, and to be fair, it would, it would be nice to like to sort of see because uh, obviously the first time in our lifetime that there's been a pandemic. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> so oh. it'd be kind of nice for for that to happen. And obviously for all the uh, the people that do follow England who are like you know great people, it'd be nice for Which them like much everyone, go to like travel around the world like following England and they've like been let down for like 20 odd years or yeah, whatever so it, 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 from like a, a point of view of that it'd be uh, it'd be nice for them wouldn't it yeah I mean I'm just thinking of the positives I mean obviously if the country wins like even in work and stuff people talking about it, it just it'll make loads of people happy mm. which is good mm. if it, if it you know, that sounds easier but if it unites the country <laughs> All right, all Boris. Don't go to work. Don't go to work. That's what they'll say on Sunday for the bank holiday. Go to work. Don't go to work. If you're in hospitality, go to work. We've set up this the this list of rules for if you want Monday off. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> There's essential and non-essential people. <laughs> yeah. Just say essential me. Yeah, yeah. Essential all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, how it's been. Um, so yeah, looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, it should be decent. Should mm. be decent. All right. So getting on to uh, your own training since uh, since the gyms have been back open because obviously um, you didn't train other than throwing yourself on the floor and borrowing. Yeah. What did you borrow? Like a uh, the easy uh, the bar. Easy and, bar and, uh, so much with that easy. So girl many bar. curls. Yeah. <laughs> So many skull crushes with that easy yeah. if, there's, if there's anyone on the planet now that's got an expertise in a certain exercise, it's, it's you me with on skull, skull crushes. crushes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good doing like overhead press with an easy curl bar. It was weird because you can grip it like narrow mm. and you know focus more on like your front delts yeah. and then obviously wide and stuff. It was just it was boss. Um, and then yeah, just got the easy curl bar. And then Casey's got like <laughs> oh, Casey's got two kg dumbbells, Class. four and six. So I do like twenty reps. Maxed of, out with the twos. Oh, well, yeah. I actually use the two. I'm not even. I'm not even So I do twenty reps of like laterals with the sixes, then twenty reps of the fours, and twenty reps of the twos. And honestly, like the last five reps of the twos, I'm like, oh my god. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm fifty fifth rep. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like sort of walks in and I'm doing like that with twos to be like, oh my god, is he meant to be a coach? <laughs> but yeah, we've uh, And then obviously coming back into training, it's been great. It just got straight back into the weightlifting, which is 
which is good, which is boss, but it's, it fucking plays in your head, doesn't it? Mm. It messes with your, your mind. Like, how to do, how to do, should I do this next time? Do we do this oh, right? hundred percent. I know, I know that I give you shit all the time, but, no, but I don't mind that. You know, I know that's that's kind of why I do it. Mm. Um, but you know, I've done really well, like uh, yeah. since uh, since getting back into the swing of things, like with a few little technique changes. But it's funny, like like you say, because I rinse you. For weightlifting, you're like, I can't fucking wait to play golf with you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's going on? No. Yeah. You'll beat me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play the worst game of plays all year. With my 50-odd handicap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, it's been boss weightlifting. Obviously, you've got the injury setback where I'm still seeing a sports therapist now over my back because I tried to do a snatch deadlift. And I thought, oh, my form's terrible, which mm. is which is obviously bad here from a coach at this point. But it weren't because of that. It was because uh, I was working from home. Mm. And we sat back, down. It weren't even sat day. down. It was because yeah. I'm punched over yeah. on my laptop. Yeah. So she said, because she was like, what, what were you doing when you snapped deadlift? So we went through it. And she went, your form sound. I was like, I know, I, that's what I thought. I thought mm. your form was sound. But obviously, you get an injury like that. You're like, oh, I've done something, yeah. something wrong there. She was like, what do you do for a job? And I was like, oh, Sit on my ass all day. My ass the rest of the seven time. Seven and a half hours. <laughs> and she went, Do you not think it's something to do with that? And I was like, Well, now that you just said sarcastically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's that. I and mean, then obviously the with the pandemic, I mean, you, you are exercising like at least an, an at hour least, a day. At least but you sit a lot more. So my point on that, and it's it's funny you should bring that up because my point on that is people working from home probably going to start seeing more like bits of tightness more yeah, bits of like definitely. lower back pain more like sort of little sort of uh, interesting insights is you're probably going to find that a lot of people are going to get a piriformis syndrome where it's basically they get an inflamed piriformis and it feels like sciatica so people's heads can oh, fall off yeah, because yeah, they think yeah. they might have like slipped a disc and they've got sciatica but it's not it's because because of the posture while they sat I think, at a desk. Yeah, we, we, she considered that because I said I mentioned pins and needles and mm. stuff. And she, she that that come up like it could be a possibility, but obviously we think it's to do with you know me back. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, I've spoke to a few people in the gym, and they they're the same. I think they they get niggles and stuff, but yeah. the people who work from home from as home, well. Yeah. Right. Um, um, because when someone's going like out to an office, right, it might just be that. All right. Between get into the office and like waking up they go down some stairs for example yeah get have some breakfast and then walk out to the car or walk to the bus stop walk to the desk yeah whereas like working from home you can kind of just roll out of bed yeah yeah and then you're sat hunched over like a prawn yeah for for six seven hours a day so little little sort of uh training hack for you is literally and this is like a tip for everyone who's working from home or in a sedentary job sedentary uh sat at home or even sat at a desk job use your breaks wisely set like a timer for yourself and get some shit done in that time get up and go for a walk for like literally 30 seconds Mm. 30 seconds every hour stand up move about yeah. That'll serve you so much better than just trying to um, stay sat down and stay in the staying in the same position for the whole time that you're working. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Just doing some stretches, isn't it? Mm, so that's what I've started yeah. doing now. I'm all into some stretching and that. And like, 
because it, it, it just it takes something to happen to it, but you don't take it. Obviously, I know mobility is important and flexibility. I hundred percent know that. It's just like anything else, though. You don't like, you know, commit to it hundred percent until like because it's not need, because it's, it's not, not part fancy of my stuff. Because yeah, it's yeah. not fancy. It's not flashy. Yeah. Um. It's not like it's not sexy in inverted commas. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's the the stuff that's like the most the least most important yeah yeah if that yeah, makes sense yeah yeah um and you never realize that you've neglected it until niggles like that pop up and they keep popping up yeah and yeah. it's only when something goes ping or feels like it's gone ping that you're like oh maybe i should do something about this yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm not that's exactly that's that's why i'm like i'm, I'm not even taking the chance i like just sitting off now it, it come up a little bit again the other week mm. and I was like right that's it then because I knew I was getting a, a sports massage and I thought right every morning now I'm going to like get up and stretch for 10 minutes throw yourself to, on the floor yeah throw myself on the floor stop drop and roll can't believe that was a thing oh, that's what happens when you go in a, a pandemic lockdown mm. your brain starts to think like that <laughs> how can I just what can I do to entertain myself I know I'll just throw myself on the floor <laughs> But yeah, um, but yeah. So training's been boxed though, obviously with the the weightlifting stuff and that. That session two is just fucking ruthless. <laughs> our, our weightlifting team will will sympathise with Sam because yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's a rough session yeah, to say yeah, the least. It's so hard, it's so hard. <laughs> but it, it, I don't mind it. it. You know, you've got to do it if you if, it, if it's going to be hard, you've got to do it. Do you know what I mean? You can't just go. Oh, I don't fancy that today. Mm. I'll do some curls with shoulder press. Save that for a sun for a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah before yeah. you go out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a completely different way of training as well. Obviously, like a, you know, from me, I've just I've been to Pure Gym, David Lloyd's, Total Fitness, Dead Commercial Gyms. Um, you know, like wear my way through all of them, but obviously got good training in the end. Still not hundred percent form on some of the stuff then, back in those days, but. I was doing bodybuilding, so it was like pretty much bulking up, lifting loads of weight, and then cutting Cut down. down. Yeah. But it was all like hypertrophy training stuff, mm. so it's completely different. So anyone who's doing the size program who's listening, which is probably not one, no one's probably listening. <laughs> nah. to it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> They'll see uh, me and Sam sat down and like, nope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you unless you label like the title. Coronavirus coach with hat at rugby game. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! That that can be like the little picture for it. <laughs> yeah. I like the way in the news though. That like when the coronavirus, like a strain comes up, it's just a protein cell. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's the picture. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at it. Like a crime watch poster. Wanted. Call Crime Stoppers. <laughs> Why do they show pictures? To scare you. That's what the mass fucking media does. Yeah, it's all yeah. scare tactics. Yeah, yeah. It's all to get. Uh, to buy stuff and all that. Exactly. Animal. To like manipulate you into doing what they want you to do. Yeah. Just be scared. Yeah. I don't mind the garden. The garden sound, isn't it? But, um, but yeah. Most media outlet today. A bit shit, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Except this one, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this class is a media outlet, then, yeah. I suppose you would class it as a media outlet because it's obviously going all on social media, and oh, yeah, cause there are like news podcasts as well. Yeah, yeah so <clears throat> you would see totally the, class those it news, as those news podcasts are actually sound. Though. I know, yeah. Most of them Cause, actually. Cause, so the thing is, 
I I always think like you can't really um, you can't really bullshit your way through a consistent like I know we haven't really been very consistent with our podcasts <laughs> since uh, since the last one. It was the last one like four months ago? Something like that, yeah. It was like literally <laughs> the last week before Everton opened again, and we kind of all just went, eh, we'll, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get onto it at some point. Know, we finally yeah. got round to today, beards. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was I saying? So, because they're consistent in the podcast, because they can, yeah. So, uh, it's it's difficult for them to um, to be anything but authentic in a podcast, which is why I think it's such a good way of like garnering information and like actually having a chat. Because if the subject's quite interesting and you're into it, then isn't it better to fill your life with stuff like that that is interesting and insightful rather than like sticking on the news and basically having to ingest this fucking fear porn? It like, is proper fear, isn't it? Do you know what I always like? It's funny though because you never really got onto these things, like um, especially like. like I always say, like, after I had, like, anxiety and depression stuff, like, after it, you just get onto more stuff. Mm. Like, you, you know, you're just open-minded and, like, because it humbles you. And, like, do you know what I always get? When um, <clears throat> when a news, any news it is, like, before the story, I'll have this, like, bomb, bomb. Yeah. You know, that yeah. noise, like, it's dead theatrical. Do you mm. know what I mean? Is it to say, oh, what's that? Yeah. Like, if you were cooking something in the kitchen and you like the telly on and a bomb, bomb, you're like, that? shit, yeah. something must be happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's all it's all manipulation. Yeah. Is what it is. Because because people drink it in as well. Like mm. it gets it gets like consumed because <clears throat> we're attracted as for some fucking weird reason, we're attracted to like um the morbid and the depressing for some weird reason. And obviously at some point that's gonna rub off in the way that we actually feel. Yeah, I know. I know it is. It's, it is. It is dead like morbid, isn't it? Like I can't remember what podcast it was. It might have been the um, that the Joe Rogan one with Neil deGrasse Tyson. He was talking about alien films, and they're saying like Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, "Why are they all hostile?" Do you know what I mean? Mm. Even though there isn't, we a part of like ET. He's not. ET. He's not hostile, is he? Uh, what was the other one as well? Paul, you know, Paul the alien. When that came out, I rinsed my dad because his name's Paul. I called him the alien. Well, there he is, the alien. <laughs> but he was basically saying, um, like, all, all the hostile ones are just a reflection of because we don't know how aliens act. Hmm. We, we just know how we act, and that's what, what they do in film is they make. Uh, aliens hostile, but that's just a human perception of what an alien would be. Yeah, yeah. but that's like you, hum- that's that's what humans are. Yeah, but do you think every other life form's gonna be like a human? And they're yeah. not. They might be a peaceful utopian. I just go over it and go, oh my god, these are a disaster. Yeah, and just get off. <laughs> Season fucking two thousand and twenty one <laughs> of Earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that so far. Yeah, yeah, it's a TV yeah. show. That's right. Come back on like this, like is it Elon Musk? He thinks everything's like a simulation and stuff, and we're on the back of a turtle or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's something yeah. crazy. But like the science behind it, actually, you know, it's all it kind of adds isn't up. It? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it is like that Rick and Morty episode where he, Joe, I want to where he, it's a fella. He, he, there's a fella, and he goes to from he's a baby, 
and obviously he get he gets cancer and obviously Everton's you know oh, family is there uh, and stuff. But he, he gets yeah. through it and then he uh, dies off falling off a ladder. It's called uh, Roy. It's Roy. Roy, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he falls off a ladder and that's how he dies in the end. But then he, he just takes the helmet off and it was just a game. Yeah, yeah, Roy, the game yeah. it was. And he's just basically played 70 years, but like a two seconds and it's like, ah, oh, this game's shit. And he's just he's in an arcade and done an I'm sure one of the aliens is playing Time Crisis, you know? <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that's how, that's how mad it is. It's so good, that. I think that's an, that's an interesting uh, way of looking at how how humans perceive what another life form would be like. Now, me and Mick on the podcast that we've been doing, shout, shout out to Mick, uh, we've been recording a podcast called the Miss Groove Podcast, so like and subscribe to that. We miss groove. We miss groove reps. We don't fail them. <laughs> <laughs> Any powerlifters? That's a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Any powerlifters or weightlifters that listen to this one would that will resonate with you massively? We were talking about um, oh Jane. It was a piece of shit film that Jane made me watch the other day uh, with Thor in it. It was called something like Tomorrow the Tom- the Tomorrow War or Tomorrow's War or something like that. It's on Amazon. Right. Oh, it's only just come out, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they're like, the aliens in that are like this like world fucking draining um, alien species. I just, don't, I just don't get it. And the premise of it is humans come back from 30 years from the future, so from like 2050 to 2022, set in 2022, um humans come back to say we're fighting a war against aliens and we're losing so it's interesting to see like the perception of like of aliens as being this like horrendous race I know, type yeah. thing it is yeah when really they could be the most peaceful species in the entire universe exactly but no no yeah. no there's got to be nukes and wars and all that yeah. they feel like we, we, can, we, we know all it like the elements of the universe, we know how dark energy works. Do you want us to tell you? Yeah, no, like, yeah, just gets them in the back and then just starts like <laughs> interrogating them. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I always think as well in films, like, if they can travel across, if they can literally travel across the universe, uh, we're not going to win because mm. if their technology is that advanced, there's absolutely no there's chance no way. Yeah. That, that they could win a fight. They've literally invented, you know, like, they've, they've beat the speed of light essentially. <laughs> And we've got there with tanks and all that. Oh, come on, then. <laughs> <laughs> like tanks pull up in movies. Ah, right. They're yeah. insane with the spaceship. You're like, wow. Why are you even doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Is it one of the worlds? Where is, it, is it like a shell kills them or something? Is it like... They, they give the thingies cold, a cold. <laughs> oh yeah, one of them. One of the humans has got a cold. Yeah, they? and that's like what kills them off. Yeah. Like I the... mean, that's, that's actually not a bad <laughs> premise, but like... <laughs> it, it's just, it's still a bit like, oh... It's a bit, it's a bit clin- uh, cringe and like, a little bit like a bit yeah. of a cliche. A coronavirus just killed yeah. an alien yeah, species. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's how they die. We don't Fuck win. The coronavirus the cor- always COVID wins. <laughs> it's winning now. You don't even realise the Delta variant. The what's the next, what's this one? The Lambert. Lambert oh, and Butler. The Lambert and Butler variant. There's already the a variant. <laughs> There's already a variant of that. It's called fucking lung cancer from no. smoking. No. Um, yeah, so 
Yeah, co- coronavirus against aliens. Sounds like sounds like <laughs> fucking we're onto something here. Know, like know, a, f- yeah. a, f- a film to sell Netflix. I know, yeah. They'll buy it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we'll just put like a, the sequel will be like a, a serial killer alien, and we'll do a tense part part series. Serial killer COVID. Yeah. yeah. There's always serial killers, isn't there, on Netflix as well? Well. Just getting on on the topics of uh, Netflix and uh, not necessarily serial killers. Um, something that I watched the other day, which was about uh, this this fucking crazy murder in Ireland in Cork. Uh, oh, I've seen an advertise. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's definitely worth a watch because at the end at the end of the first one, you're like. Like towards the end of the first episode, you kind of like oh, this is a bit of a mad story. I wonder what happened, and then something right at the end of it, like makes you watch the next one. Ah, right. So it's one of those that's like, fuck, I need to find out what happens here. So I was going to go to bed at like 10pm on Sunday and ended up staying up till like 1 in the morning because I was like, (laughs) oh my God, I need to fucking find out what the hell. And on Monday I was just a write-off, just absolutely (laughs) goosed. (laughs) Trying to find out who the maid was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, I was making a maid. It was like obviously the start of it all, wasn't mm. it? (coughs) But... um, They've, they've milked that cow, haven't they? Oops. Yeah, there's a, there was in a second series, wasn't there, as well? Yeah, because so, something to do with... She, um, just, they, he, she got, like... Um, she, he got, like, another lawyer, didn't he? Yeah. She, she took yeah. it on saying he's innocent, and I'm, I'm going <laughs> to prove it, which obviously hasn't happened. Um, but but what, what, what do you think? Do you think he's, he's guilty or not guilty? I think he's done it, yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't <laughs> think he is. Based on what I've seen, obviously, there's obviously two sides. You can't just... Because that Netflix is obviously focused in on... I think on... that you're always... Like, the thing about documentaries is... And we can come at this from an angle of, like, nutrition documentaries and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No matter what documentary maker uh, is covering, they always have a bias. That's what I mean. So yeah, that's, always... that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Only what I, I've only seen one side based on what I've seen. Mm. I don't think he did it. However... There could be a lot of other stuff that they've like not included yeah, in it, yeah. which tends to happen in Netflix documentaries. Mm. And so, like a really good way of thinking of like any documentary that's on Netflix is like think of it as entertainment as opposed to education. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. You never unless it's because it's, um, what's name is on Netflix. Uh, what's what's it called? Planet A, a blue planet. Oh yeah, I mean that, that's that's kind of like. That's a little bit different to yeah. like a human reporting on like human behaviors. Yeah, yeah. That's like it, it. It's when it's a human on human thing, then there's always going to be like a, a set bias. Mm. When it's like a human, obviously a human, because no animal's going to make a documentary. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, maybe they will. It was the best of times. <laughs> yeah. With the best of times, <laughs> <You> stupid monkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> When it's like a human on like say space or like the ocean or the planet in general. Yeah. Um very rarely there's not really gonna be any biases other than maybe like the pollution that goes into the ocean, which is kind of a bit of a fucking valid bias really, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you're biased towards keeping the ocean clean, then isn't that a good thing? As opposed to like being biased towards like a particular way of eating or a particular way of training mm. or whether this guy fucking murdered this woman. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, exactly. 
It's uh, but yeah, I mean they are boss. Obviously, the, the Planet Earth and the Cosmos ones, they're class, aren't mm. they? Um, but yeah, I love all that stuff, like all the factual stuff. I, I, I reckon it's funny. Uh, I've been watching, I've been going down YouTube wormholes before I go to bed now. And I, I, I went down, you know, um, it's a Republic, Republicans in in uh, Congress. Right, the ones who don't believe in climate change and like yeah. what they say about it. And just, that is that is pretty it's, crazy. It's scary, really. Yeah. Like they're, they're in power and what they're coming out of. Well, I spoke to my friend, Doctor John <laughs> Smith, or something, yeah. and he said, "No, it's not real," and all that. And he's like, "You've asked one person." One of the worst things on that that I think I've ever seen is uh, I remember what her name is. I remember what her name is. Pretty sure it was on a Joe Rogan note um, when they did start talking about climate change. She starts saying the climate changes every day. It's like, well, yeah, the weather fucking changes every day, yeah, but on yeah. the whole, like, it's getting worse. Like, if you zoom out and look at like a ma- you take a macro view of like that data. Yeah, we have to do this stuff at the uh, before and after pictures of the is it the North Pole and the South Pole. Mm. This is what I say to you all. I say to everyone. Humans just don't react to now. Mm. Well, they very rarely do. I the coronavirus. Uh, no, sorry. They do act. They, they act like we act like a now. If something happens to us now, then we react. Mm, if it's something that's going to happen thirty odd years, yeah, in the yeah. Well, we don't worry about it because it's going to happen in thirty years. Kick the years. can down the road, type yeah. thing. Like, a little, health, little bit like uh, your, your mobility health. work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or your health. You put on a bit of beef or something, or you know, you know, you're quite fat, and you're just like, oh, I'm not going to exercise. You know, I know someone who was in the eighties never exercised and stuff, mm. and. You think know, one one person out of what like an six anec- billion anecdotal thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, anomalies happen, do you know what I mean? Mm. So if you if you put on weight, you know, if you if you're if you're obese, if you're like clinically obese, then um you know, eventually, you know, you you're gonna have cardiovascular diseases and risks of cancer, they're gonna come up. You, you put yourself up, in a higher risk bracket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. They're gonna come up twenty, thirty years, forty years. It it could happen within that time frame, you just mm. don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's never a problem till it's a problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's a that was a really good hard pivot back into the health fit- and fitness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spent twenty minutes talking about Netflix documentaries. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I always forget this is a, it's like a health and fitness podcast sometimes. <laughs> I think you'd uh, you you'd be a great guest for me, myself and Mick to have on the Miss Groove podcast mm. in fairness because. Uh, we do go off the boil quite a lot. Yeah. On that. Well, my which... bro- uh, yeah, my I always go off the boil, even just in normal <laughs> situations. People go down say even if we're both like a suit or something for you know the races. I think they, someone went to me. Yeah, oh, that'll be like a hundred pounds. Like, hundred pounds for a suit? That's cheap nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I just thought to myself, imagine if you got nuke now. <laughs> you know, and I've just bought a suit. <laughs> Could you just hold the nukes for a minute? Know, Have yeah. you seen that meme that says, uh, "I've just, just, I've just paid my rent." So if if I die in this time, can you just do me a favour and sit me up on the couch <laughs> <laughs> till the twenty eighth or something like that? I've just paid me rent. <laughs> Keep me in the house till then. It's like when you know when there's a, um, an asteroid, there's always odds of it hitting the earth, and someone goes, You put a bet on that. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine if it's 40,000 to one, you put a pound, and you're like, I've won 40,000. Well, well you know, haven't won it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just obviously to, to show, isn't it, that the likelihood of it hitting here, it hitting here, is very unlikely. Yeah. It? Yeah, no, that's true. 
Although, tell that to the dinosaurs. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we can project, can't we, when asteroids are going to hit? Because the, the, um, obviously they, they rotate, don't they, in our, in our solar system. Mm. The same asteroids rotate and like, new ones come in and stuff. So they You've know got like exactly. a set path of where it's going to Yeah, exactly, go, so they know. Because like, I, I think there was one in... Um, there was one due to it us in 2029. It had like a 300 to 1 chance. But now it's, its axis has drifted off. So it's like... I mean, don't quote me on it 100%, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure... Um, they knew exactly where it was going to hit. It was going to hit some part in the Atlantic Ocean. And I've just got a vision now of someone like crossing out a bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you've just got like like <laughs> <laughs> Well, this horse has lost three pounds. It won it. It won it. Um, it won a Jupiter the other day. <laughs> yeah, like a little booklet for the athletes and some horses. It's got the blinkers on. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> There's a, j- a jockey on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, it's mad the way you can predict it. And then like, it was going to hit the Atlantic Ocean, cause two tsunamis. Obviously one when it hits the water. And then like, because it's going to go so high, yeah. when the water comes back down, that's yeah. going to cause a second one. Yeah. But that's like, how can you pre- predict, predict that? that. Like, ten years, yeah. ten yeah. years away, do you know what I mean? But yeah, like, that's yeah. pretty fucking mental, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's just pretty... look it up. Obviously, I'm not saying for definite that's what's going to happen, <laughs> but I, I heard it somewhere and I, and I read it off of like a physicist when I heard it. I was like, that can't be true. And then I read it and I was like, bloody hell, <laughs> that's mad. That how can you predict that? Is Oscar being joined by Oscar, <laughs> special guest <laughs> Oscar Eye Patch? Um, so interesting fact that I told Jane this morning, and I like I say, I, since this morning, I haven't. Um, because it is like half six. We're not just like day drinking, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, not I am. So, another hard pivot from talking about asteroids, obviously, <laughs> to the dog, <laughs> to the dog walking through. Right. So, uh, there's a little stat, and I can't remember if I saw it on. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was on like a fucking BuzzFeed thing or something like that. So, the chances of it being actually true. Are pretty fucking slim. Yeah. But it would be nice if it was, because it's kind of a nice thought. Like the people who live the least longest, right, are people who have no significant other, no friends, and no family. Which, if you've got no friends, then shoot me a DM. I'll be your mate if you Same. want. Um, the next one up that lives the second to like. The least longest is people who do have friends and family, right? He's staying with me. Here. Yeah, 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 right, okay. And then the the second highest uh, rate of uh, of longevity yeah. for living is uh, people who have friends, family, and a dog, right? Right, okay. A dog, not necessarily their own dog, but a dog in the family, mm. right? And the highest correlation of like life length and living uh, the longest right so that's the two they're both the same thing life length and living the longest <laughs> realize what a fucking idiotic yeah. statement that is uh the people who lived the longest was people who had no friends and no family but they owned a dog ah so right. a little dog fucking dog, dog. <laughs> yeah yeah if you want to live longer get a dog and i think right my theory behind that is a dog is obviously a very selfless animal. Yeah. Right? They Unbelievable. like Unbelievable want to be with you all the time. Like they're always pleased to see you. Like 
if you think that if you think that your missus loves you more than your dog, lock them both in the boot of your car for an hour and see which one is more pleased to see you when you open the boot. Because <laughs> sorry, <Casey>. guarantee, <laughs> guarantee it's the dog. Yeah, Casey right? doesn't know what's happening when she gets in. Just come in. You were like, dusty. Yeah, I'm sure I've got my golf shoes in the car. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so if you want to live for longer, get yourself a dog. Maybe not necessarily get rid of your mates and your family because yeah. that'd be a bit fucking weird. Yeah, don't talk to me now. But, <laughs> but in terms of like, in terms of why I think that probably is and why there might be a tinge of truth to it is because we reflect what the dog's all about. When we're selfless, it makes us feel good. Yeah. And it's not because we've been in control of the situation. It's because we've acted more like the dog. Yeah, yeah. Who the yeah. dog doesn't give a shit like what kind of situation it's in as long as it's with it's like master type thing yeah I mean so, a dog could be with the most the best person on the planet you know the, you know, the, the saint of planet Earth but then it could also be with the complete opposite like that so it could be dog it could be like let's put it into context like it could be a god's dog or mm. the devil's dog yeah the dog's just not going to know which is which as long as it gets like you know, it's attention, food. it's, it's food, walks and all. It's, walks yeah. it's always going to be like so happy that it's you know it's loved and stuff. It's it's, it's not going to know, but <laughs> that's what I mean. That's why they're so good because they just don't care about themselves. Mm. They're just dead. They just look, you know, make sure you're all right, and they're just made up when you walk through the door. Just like at least back, back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which um, case he goes, oh, did you do that the other day? You oh. back eye, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just spits at me. <laughs> it's you again. Uh, no, you me. again. She, she <laughs> wants a tail as well. <laughs> Alright, so bringing it back to some kind of fitness activity. Obviously, you've mentioned that uh, obviously you play golf, uh, weightlift, and coaching. So, my sort of question to you is, uh, what are your some of your like plans and goals for the rest of the year now that we're out of lockdown, and what is it that you want to achieve out of your golf? Uh, so a lot of goal, like I, I set my own goals because obviously we we've had conversations in lockdown, haven't we? Um, <clears throat> so obviously the weightlifting just get just get better. It's like any any other sport, mm. uh, especially in the early doors. It takes quite a while to get like busted. So just constantly beating PBs, like I've done. You know, yesterday, um, and obviously I'm pretty sure I want to do it in the future. I've got numbers like I, I want to do a uh, hundred kg cleaning jerk by the end of the year. Mightn't do it, but it's a goal at the end of the day. It's a target, something to aim for. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then with a snatch, I want to do sixty, um, which is obviously a bit more realistic. I'm only like twenty kilograms off, mm. but obviously, like as you know, it like getting it over yeah. overhead squat is just horrendous. <laughs> uh, and then a golf. Uh, golf's a bit more, a bit more like there's a lot of more notes for golf. So this year I wanted to try and break, get into the seventies, which was which was close. Um, I wanted to try and get down to a single figure handicap, which I've sort of done. Um, because in competition we are playing open competitions, and um, uh, when it, when I play in them, I play off a nine, even though we handicaps like twelve, like eleven, twelve. Uh, but I want to be able to just turn up to a course and go on my face and then just eat, eat over. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> next year I'm looking on getting lessons, uh, try and get myself down to a four and a, between a four and a six. 
and then the next within five years you want to try and get to like zero to three which is like you can go into like scratch competitions and stuff and basically when you go into competitions you're like oh I'm, I'm playing in the scratch comp like a bloody at least you know he's actually Decent boss of golf you know right. what I mean but that's like within five years still a lot of room uh, because I've played it for like eight years I've got you know I've got like a lot of the the, the mindset of it which is like when someone's starting out to get to like a scratch that takes ages it'll still take a long time for me mm. but if I work hard enough you know put get lessons if you work hard work. enough and you don't ach- actually achieve it you'll be a lot closer than if you didn't even try yeah exactly so if I'm not a scratch I'll be like <clears> five say mm. or even if I'm not a five I'll be in a single figure yeah. if I do those things if I play more get lessons practice and just practice 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 then yeah yeah probably will it's just like any other sport you can't like you can't just turn up once or twice it's got to be like consistent yeah I mean not not with us I suppose it's going to say a full time job because obviously that's you know it's impossible it's Mm. impossible for an average person to to try and do it as a full time job but you could do it as a part time job that's like 20 to 30 hours you Mm. could fit it in yeah there is ways to do Mm. it Um. Like let's say for instance you, you sleep at twelve o'clock, you get up at six half six. You know what I mean? That's only six and a half hours sleep. Mm. Everything else is work. Say then you work from nine to five. What to do after it? What to do before it? What to mm. do in the middle of it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like even in the middle. So for instance, on my lunch I've got like an hour, and what I'll do is I'll do some ten minute stretches, obviously for my mobility for weightlifting, obviously going to the gym, and then I'll spend fifteen minutes on YouTube. I know YouTube's obviously not the same. But I look at professionals and look how they swing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I look at coaches and stuff. Uh, you know, like what they teach golfers. What like they I, I, for. I think sometimes people put themselves down a little bit of like, oh, look, I seen this YouTube or I seen that YouTube or whatever, um, and kind of don't really see how how fucking like when we were kids. I would have fucking killed for something that yeah, was like yeah. gonna teach me how to rugby tackle someone better or like analyze sort of like the the movements that you need to go through to like i don't know like to fucking do the perfect step in rugby mm. that type of thing or like <laughs> and if any of my like teammates that i've ever had that are listening to this how to kick a ball better <laughs> 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 the chip and chase was was strong whatever and else was absolutely fucking garbage um so i would have absolutely fucking loved for something like that and now it's literally at your fingertips. Like it's on the end of like a sentence in YouTube. Like, yeah. how do I get better at X, Y, Z? Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong as well. There's there's obviously people. I mean, like like us at the gym, uh, we'll teach people how to train more effectively, how to structure the nutrition more effectively, mm. um, on an in person thing. But if you're like struggling, or if you've you can only spare like twenty minutes in the middle of the day. Yeah. Well guess what? Getting on YouTube and doing like a, a fucking ten minute mobility session and a ten minute fucking hit session, that's better than fucking nothing. Yeah, and yeah. if you can't afford the golf lessons, then analysing a professional swing who's like a similar build to you. Yeah, yeah. That's better than not doing anything at all. Because yeah. it'll give you that that visualization of alright, this is how I get better at that thing, this is what the process that I need to go through the next time I'm on the course, mm. when I go through my swing, it's a little bit like when you approach a bar at weightlifting, like, if you think while you're trying to do it, then you'll fuck it up, Yeah. but if yeah. you think about what you're going to do, then step to the bar and just do it, Yeah. 
then it's gonna go a lot better. Thing, yesterday you told me, and like I literally gone from struggling with sixty, to, and then just going to 70, 65, 70, 75. Even at seventy five, I was like, I probably go more there. Yeah. I think but, by that point you were fucked. Oh, I was sweating, yeah, proper <laughs> sweat. But uh, and my jerk weren't the best, was mm. it? Because obviously it was like all over the place a bit. But in terms of weight, it felt effortless because it just. My chest wasn't pinned back, and my shoulders weren't pinned back. And my, my hips were too low, were too low. Mm. Obviously, she said, "Just put your hips up, do this, and then just go for it." And then I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, it, it, I think it was the seventy when I was just on seventy, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That felt like it was feather. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel like a feather, but it felt like the in, bar in again. In comparison, it felt like I was yeah, lifting yeah, the actual yeah. bar as opposed yeah. to seventy kilograms. You know what yeah, I mean? So that that's like the you, you that's the difference in like. Uh, just watching a YouTube thing mm. and getting some like real life in person yeah. feedback. Um, but if YouTube's the only option, do the fucking YouTube. Yeah. Like it's just a, it, it's dead frowned upon, isn't it? By like, um, and obviously there's a there's a few sports that frown upon it, but it, it's not the end of it. like. If you, a good thing to look out for is obviously the subscribers and how many people watch the video. I mean, mm. obviously it's not always the case. Uh, but usually the people who've got those stuff, there's a reason why they've got those many followers. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, no, that's someone's true. probably watched the video, done it, and went, "Oh my god, that works!" That works what if yeah. Told the mates, uh, Dave to watch the video. It's work, and so on and so on. Do you mm. know what I mean? So it does work. Um, like the one thing that happened with golf is I, I went to range, or, or was it with? I think it was playing, and someone took a recording of me. Obviously, just because we were playing a boss course, just get a video mm. of me doing this, yeah. and I hit a bad shot. After the recording, I was like, let's have a look. And I could tell because of the recording, because he was facing me, like, my swing, like I was obviously doing something wrong with my swing. I, was, I didn't even realise I was doing that. Yeah. Literally changed up the next hole and just hit the screen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, honestly, you didn't even realise it's like anything else. It's like when we're coaching and, like, you see people doing stuff and, um, you know, obviously they'll, they'll, like, chest isn't up high enough or something or. And you go, oh, just put your chest up a bit, or just do this, make sure you do it. And that. And you go, oh, yeah, sounds And you go, can you feel it now? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I can actually. Yeah. You don't even realise doing it sometimes, do you? No, not at all, because I think like you, you fall into like the, the pattern of things that are comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Without realising that uh, sometimes in order to execute the things that you want to execute, you have to be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's um, weird, that, isn't it? It's like, a like crazy... A yeah, exactly. If you, know, if you, yeah. you know how to grip a golf club properly, it everyone feels goes, horrible. that's just horrible. Yeah. Like, it feel right. But that's how you do it. <laughs> Obviously, to keep the club head in the same position. Connected to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's just, like you say, yeah, you just, you've got to be uncomfortable sometimes. It sounds stupid, that, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds, but, it sounds proper, like, like it should be on, like, some cringe poster yeah, for, yeah. like, a, like, a Nike or a Reebok or something like that. Like it should be like a saying for like oh, yeah, a sports yeah. company. Be comfortable to be comfortable. Exactly. Fuck off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's like, true. Yeah, it, it is. It's proper true. I mean, no results. I think I put like the gym posted about this the other day. Um, the comfort zone is where progress goes to die. Yeah, yeah, it is. And when so you procrastinate. You just like this is dead easy. I'll keep doing this. Hello, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> But it is, you're right though, aren't you? If you're in the same place, if you're not like pushing the boundaries. If you're not working on something that's going to make you better, then you're either going to stay the same, you're either going to get worse, you're gonna either going to get shitter at the thing you're trying to do, mm. or worse than that, you're going to stay exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing worse than like wasting a fucking year 
mm. when you could have been working on that's happened something. to me then. yeah exactly to me when you go to the gym <laughs> and it usually me. comes out of like stubbornness yeah. to not want to try something or to think that you know better yes. or to think that what's it called the, the Dunning-Kruger Dunning yeah, effect yeah. so sometimes so the Dunning-Kruger effect like it's confidence versus competence, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and it, it's on like a big sort of, I don't know, would it be a bell curve? Yeah, Big yeah. massive bell curve where your confidence is high, but your competence is super fucking low, mm. right? You think you know everything about about something because you've like, you've read a book or you've watched one YouTube video about it, which I think that's kind of where the, the sort of stigma of, oh, I saw this on YouTube yeah, kind yeah. of comes from yeah. because you'll come across someone who they've watched like, I don't know, like one video of someone squatting and now all of a sudden they know everything about how to squat. Mm. <laughs> when there's a little bit more nuance to it. It's like, yeah, that's good information what you've taken in. Yeah. But how are you going to apply that to your own training and how are you going to coach people how to do it as well? How are you going to yeah. communicate what you know? Yeah, because you me. can't communicate a YouTube video because they're not, they're not 20 seconds, they're two and a half minutes. Exactly. You can't communicate a two and a half minute video squat someone who's never squatted before it's not going to happen exactly 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 and so with the dunning-kruger effect when the when the confidence is high the competence is usually super low Mm. and that's called the peak of mount stupid yeah (laughs) (laughs) is that what's called an actual journal (laughs) in the scientific journal (laughs) Um, so by the way this this is literally a, a scientific journal isn't it yeah where it's yeah, like yeah. you know like it's, you know someone's done a bit of dissertation or whatever but like it's proper done by doctors and there is a bit that's called mouse stupid isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you're right at the peak of it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I see i see it happen like all the time with people who go on like weekend coaching courses now don't get me wrong i've been on these same courses as well mm. but used it as like a learning tool so would like have learned so much up to the point of going on a course and then try to continue to develop learning afterwards like even if like it's five minutes a day on i don't know like squat technique or deadlift technique or something that's going to serve like the people of the gym yeah relatively well like i'm all for trying to push myself trying to learn a bit more trying to become a bit more competent because once you accept that you don't know as much as you think you know that's where like massive increases in competence come yeah and that's where you can usually you can usually predict what someone's gonna do based on like in like personally speaking like based on someone's like limb lengths or like the height or the weight for example um and so like keeping that sort of i like to call it a white belt mentality of like always wanting to learn more like mm. a white belt start in any martial art that uses like the belt system you basically have to go up like two or three stripes to get your next belt and that usually takes like a year or two um a white belt is literally the fucking lowest rung of the ladder like they've got to work the hardest to mm. get to the black belt position if you retain that white belt mentality and you're always wanting to learn and you're always wanting to push yourself to do better then you'll you'll literally get closer to the thing that you want. Yeah, definitely. Even if you don't achieve it in the time set that you've set yourself, you'll be a hell of a lot fucking closer than than if you just do the one course or watch the one video or read the one book. You'll be a lot fucking closer by doing that 
than if you don't do anything at all. Yeah, I know. And so it depends what you want, what you want to achieve, how good you actually want to be. I know. Like, Every day is a school day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I when I done when I used to just go to the gym and like I first the first probably got onto it. I just used to just do the same stuff for like a year, but then I started reading more stuff uh, and I started going to like near the tail end of me last year in uni. I reading all this mad stuff like doing <clears throat> two weeks of hypertrophy, two weeks of strength, two weeks of hypertrophy, two weeks of strength. I thought, oh, I'll give it a go just to see what it's like. Oh, and, and like just because it changed. <clears throat> mm. Like obviously I don't know whether it was because of that program it might have been, but it was because I'd changed from just doing hypertrophy, 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 changing it up. Mm. I mean, obviously my numbers are increasing. So when I'm doing hypertrophy in like the eighth week, so you'd never really like pushed the yeah the, the strength not, numbers that much. Yeah, and it mm. goes to the same now. Like obviously I've never done weightlifting, but anyone who does weightlifting now they'll tell you if you do weightlifting now and then you do a squat, a normal squat. <laughs> oh my god, it feels like. Like, oh, I'm doing 100 kg squat here, warming up. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what the hell's that happens? It's just because you're, you're, like, you're generating so much power, your hips, mm. your glutes, everything's just, your whole body's just got to react yeah. to a short space of time. Yeah. So it's, your body's like, fuck it. And he keeps doing this week in, week out. We We're going to have to, to grow here. Yeah. yeah. Come on, lads, let's get working here. Yeah. <laughs> like that to the nerves. You're involved in this as well. Yeah. <laughs> So like when it comes to like a normal exercise again, like a squat or a bent over row, you're like you can just put the weight on because it's just you know it's it's not a power movement, is it? It's just like a normal strength exercise. So it's it, you can put more weight on and it feels easy. It's mad. It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. Do you think that's because you've gotten stronger or because obviously it's going to be obviously going to be a combination of things? Yeah. But do you think it's because you've become more confident psychologically or? Because you've been doing stuff that's generally associated with more power. I think it's the latter, yeah. yeah. I think it's a, I, I, listen to me, I think it's the latter. <laughs> okay, oh, Professor oh, Rigby. <laughs> I've one bottle of Manetti, have you? From not a ski, talk like that. <laughs> I, I, I think to be honest with you, I think you're probably right there. I think it because in it, all that, seriousness, because like like we know, don't we as coaches? Obviously, the first thing that comes if you were to do a program, the first or the first day of a, a session, you'd put a power movement as the first one, wouldn't you? Because mm. obviously, it's the most so like know, accessible. The kind of uh, the kind of like justification for that would be if you did a strength movement first, like. Say a max back. I mean, there's arguments for and against yeah, everything. Yeah, Let me yeah, just get yeah. that little caveat in there. There's me talking like a twat there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, hang on a minute, but study. Potentiation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, generally speaking, a power movement wouldn't. So, like, a, like let's say a, you were going to do a broad jump yeah. and squat and a, a max back squat, maximum broad jump and a maximum back squat in the same session. Generally, you would put the broad jump first, yeah, yeah, because it's obviously a little bit less taxing, and that power movement probably isn't really going to affect the maximal weight of the squat, yeah. Whereas, obviously, the counter argument to that, which does have some definite like justification, mm. is that the potentiation of the squat could potentially improve the performance of the broad jump, yeah. So, I think it kind yeah. of it probably depends what kind of like. What your dominant muscle fibers are, whether you're like yeah. predominantly like type one, type two, or type two. I think they're calling it type two X now. There's loads. Of, there's loads. Two B. Yeah. 
Um, when you type one, it's to do with weight lifting. If you type one, then you're then you, smashing it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Genetically, you just have to look at a weight. You just go, <laughs> you just like instantly. Like if you, for anyone who doesn't know what a type one like fibers are, if you can do a hundred meters in like say ten seconds, would you say that's too fast, isn't it? Would you say ten to eleven? Ten seconds. So like you say, bulk can run it in nine. I know. <laughs> so, if you can do it in ten seconds, then you're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably gonna win a medal at the Olympics. Yeah, that's why the sprinters are all like you know jacked like, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and running backs as well for the NFL. Mm. Let's not get into all the politics. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just just a good point on like uh, sort of that kind of working towards your goal. Um, there's a Usain Bolt quote which I think you'll probably fucking love by the way which was uh, I train my balls off for oh, yeah, four years yeah. for four years for nine seconds worth of work mm. right which yeah. is kind of put into context that you've got to play the fucking long game yeah, four yeah. years for nine seconds and yeah, ov- ov- obviously we're not all like uh, genetically built to run the 100 metres as fast as he did no but we can take that fucking principle and apply it to ourselves and work for the four years for the one holiday where we're jacked up or whatever yeah. or well let's just put it th- if, he, if he wouldn't have worked hard for those four years he, he wouldn't have t- I know you've got to naturally be a sprinter that's you know it is a natural mm. thing especially in that sport the 100 metres but he, 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 if you think of the principle like, oh, he doesn't have to because he's the world, he's just naturally the world's fastest person. There's absolutely no chance if he wouldn't have trained for four years, and like someone's put him into that race, he'd have come dead last. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah, have yeah, even made yeah. it to the Olympics. Yeah, There's not no, a chance on it. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent. All right, I think that's a really good place to finish off the our podcast. Just yeah. before we go though, I've got a little question for you. Oh no! <laughs> Have you been you saving got... this on the way on the way home? No, no, not at all. Oh, not at all. Uh, what is uh, a decent little health and fitness life hack that you've got? So I'll give you an example. For me, I really like having a beer in the house, mm. right? So, and that's more out of habit than it is anything else. Uh, Generally, I don't get absolutely fucking smashed in the house by any stretch of the imagination. Owning a gym and wanting to try and get better at weightlifting, the two kind of don't really jive very well. Yeah. And obviously advising people on nutrition, all that kind of stuff. So I know that I'm in the habit of, I like to have a beer when I get home. Right. Mm. On a Friday night and a Saturday, like, have a beer. Yeah. If I'm in the house, a little hack that I'll use is I'll get a little four-pack of non-alcoholic... Peroni, Moretti, bloody Budweiser, Heineken, whatever. The little hack to that is uh, a four-pack of non-alcoholic Peroni is the same calories. It's actually a little bit less than one pint of Peroni. One pint of alcoholic Peroni. So if you are the type of person that likes to have a bevy in the house... I obviously don't. I don't like feeling like shit the next day. Like oh, I like to have, horrible. I like to have a beer, mm. and if I can avoid the hangover, which as I'm getting older, it's getting a lot more difficult to do. Yeah, becoming a lot more sensitive it's like to two days, to isn't it? Be, yeah, like more recovery Friday time night. than fucking yeah. minor surgery and all that. Yeah. So my little life hack is: if you are the type of person that 
likes to get home from work and crack open a cold one because there's not nothing fucking better than after a busy day of working cracking open a cold beer yeah. and ch- chilling out with it. Ooh. Get yourself some <laughs> get yourself some ice cold Peroni, Moretti, uh, Heineken Blue, any of the non-alcoholic ones. As long as they're ice cold, they generally taste pretty good. So that's my little hack. Do you have any little hacks? And it doesn't have to be to do with ale. It can be to do with like, I don't know, protein shakes or setting yourself up for the day or uh, like a food hack that you might have that you found particularly useful. Uh, I, I had one when I used to live in, in uh, my mum and dad's where if we bought stuff, so obviously over Saturday and Sunday I used to have two GTs a week. <laughs> but it worked. I, I remember was, those days. Yeah. <laughs> Still lost like two and a half stones, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's absolutely everything. So I was allowed to have two GTs. Yeah. Now I'd probably cut it to one, maybe. Uh, m- m- maybe half a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. Your belly's probably like that. Your tunnel. No days. No but I used to do this thing, so if we go to the Astor of a Friday, buy all that goodies and stuff like Milky Way stars and all that, um, you know, like share bags, quotations, <laughs> not really share bags. Slam bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I would, like, any leftovers I'd have, I'd just put them in like a snack cupboard. Right. Now, it, this sounds dangerous in itself, because you're thinking, oh my God, there's a snack, snack cupboard there. Yeah. But if you just put it, like, if you have a snack cupboard, just go, all right, that's, that's, a, that's a bad food. Just put it in a bad food cupboard, that's a bad food, but... It, you just constantly get used to it. It's all in one place. Yeah, it's all in one place. Yeah. So you know where that bad cupboard is. It's going to be hard to think, oh, there's, there's the bad cupboard. But if you keep calling it the bad cupboard, the horrible cupboard, <laughs> the hell cupboard, it sounds funny. <laughs> but you walk past and go, oh, there's the bad cupboard. I can't have anything from that. It, honestly, it, sti- it sticks in my head. Yeah. Uh, it might work for someone else. I hope it does. Even if it works for one person, it's boss. But if you've just got goodies or something you're about to eat, just put it in a different cupboard. Just put them all at one place. Like hell. <laughs> <laughs> just put it, just label your cupboard as hell. Hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just go, I'm not going in that cupboard until, you know, Saturday or Sunday or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it proper way for me. Obviously, I lost, like, you know, it, it, I've gone through, like, cycles and bodybuilding. Obviously, it's happened four times. Put on two stone, lost two stone. Yeah. Bolt um, and cutted. Yeah. Bolt and cutted, yeah. Uh, but it works just putting it in like a horrible cupboard it's still called a horrible, horrible not cupboard. a cupboard yeah. just a normal cupboard in the kitchen <laughs> do you know what I mean a, a kid, put it in a kitchen cupboard yeah yeah that's literally <laughs> what it is but it's a the horrible cupboard it's, it's, it's got a name you know what, what, what kind I mean? of snacks would be in it oh uh, it, you can th- it mainly share bags so Milky Way stars um uh, they're not actually that bad, and like if you get the little, if you get the little bags of them, <laughs> you get the little bags. What maniac buys the little bags? <laughs> <laughs> well, so what? My justification, a little hack in response to that. <laughs> don't would buy be, the giant bags. <laughs> don't buy the giant bags for one. <laughs> and then that's got shit on it. Try not to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy the shit. The uh, not the share bags. The the, the individual the ones. Yeah, the yeah. individual ones. Because then, like, a single bag of those, like, is going to be a lot more calorie controlled. And if you're uh, being super strict with a deficit, then that's going to serve you pretty well. Yeah, well, yeah, it'll mean that you point. can still have, like, a food that you enjoy, like, buttons or, like, stars or whatever. <laughs> oh, buttons as well. Buttons, yeah, is, another buttons one. is a fucking business. Like, yeah. Um, um, but no, I know what you mean, because it's, it's like that. Um, it's got like a horrible demeanour towards the chocolate on it, like it's the worst thing in the world. But like, 
I don't know, it's like 200 calories. It's not that bad. 230. Like, I mean, it's just full of sugar. Mm. It? It's probably loads of shite. I mean, what it does inside your body, you know, there's obviously, that's a different story. But yeah. in terms of calories, chocolate calories and macros and stuff, it's not that bad. It's okay to have, like, a little bag of stars every now and then. Yeah, yeah. On a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just portion control, in it? Mm. But yeah, just just give yourself an horrible cupboard. <laughs> a hell cupboard. Horror cupboard. Yeah, yeah. Wait for me. All right, Sam. Where can people find you if they want to follow you, Sam? Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I don't even know what my app name is. SRigby91, I think. I don't know why you're wording that like it's a question. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know more than me. I, am. I, I don't really. Get, I, haven't, I haven't posted anything since August 2020. I think. You can't remember uh, your username, but you can remember the last time you. No, posted no, it something. is. It is actually 91, yeah, and then August 2020. But that's because I haven't really done anything. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. That's. Fair enough. Not that anyone's asked anyway. I mean, does anyone really like pictures? You know, when someone likes your pictures, does anyone really <laughs> Do they like actually it? like goes, it? Oh my God, does anyone see that picture? That's why. <laughs> yeah. No one does that. It's a conversation you starter. Just scroll through no, you phone. follow Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just go through the phone, double tap, scroll past. That's all it is, isn't it? No one goes, oh, you like me? You like me? Don't even have a yeah, and if you want to follow the gym that myself and Sam work at, you follow uh, at Liverpool Strength Co. Like and share all of our pictures, please. If we get everything I've just said. And if you want to follow me for some very mediocre weightlifting, it's at Marty underscore Kimbo. That was a lot of fun, yeah. uh, and we'll see you soon in episode 12.